The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Very warm welcome to the Shackles Are Off podcast, produced by England's Barmy Army, and this is episode two. For all of you who listened to our taster episode and also our episode number one with Ryan Sidebottom and subscribed and downloaded and sent us all loads of kind messages, well, thanks very much. And if you haven't already heard those and you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, what's he on about? Well, just go back and check it's on the podcast um, sort of pages you can just scroll back and find them on there and some really good cricket chat for you but this week we've got something to start and pay the bills and it's quite a big sporting weekend ahead of us Chris this weekend in my opinion is one of the biggest weekends of the sporting calendar the Grand National it's where all of your family your nan your son your sister they all get galvanised by this amazing weekend of horse racing where this one big race at, at three o'clock on the Saturday or whatever time it is, people are so interested and everyone becomes a tipster, everyone knows what to do with regards to horse racing. So come on, Chris, what have you, what have you got for us tips-wise? Who, who are we lumping our um, money on? So at the Barmy Army here, we obviously have our betting partner, SportNation.bet, and I just want to show you a few prices that they've got going on ahead of the race they've got tiger roll at 11 to 1 which is ridden by davy russell obviously did so well at cheltenham if anyone likes likes the racing and watches a little bit of cheltenham as well i know that he was one of the best jockeys on the stage there so he's personally my favorite and i quite like his name as well so sport nation in addition to that i've got 100 pounds worth of free bet bonus going on so if you just go on their website www.sportnation.bet you'll be able to check out all the latest offers and uh, yeah bet with them if you're a cricket fan and you're a member of the barmy army g- give them a shout brooksy do you care much for horse racing no i'm not a massive horse racing fan i'm a really bad gambler um i don't mind a, a day out of the races but um if you're asking for a tip uh, having just scanned the horses Names briefly. I usually go on a name. I know nothing about the horses. Warrior's tail. Probably wear a headband. Coming at around fifty to one. Trained by Paul Nichols. It's about as good as it will get from me. So it probably means it won't win. But yeah, I'll be looking out for it. And I'm not sure if I'm getting the sweepstake yet. Hasn't been drawn out yet with the Yorkshire lads. 
But Brooksy, you're uh, looking in quite good nick. You've got a bit of a tan. County cricket season just around the corner. How uh, how's um, how's pre-season gone, pal? Um, yeah, pre-season's been pretty good up until the last couple of weeks with the bad weather. Um, we had a really good two weeks away in Potchefstroom in South Africa with the Yorkshire lads. Nice bit of sun on our backs. Um, we trained hard. You know, it was at altitude. The fitness went up. Everyone came back in good spirits and relatively one piece. Um, and you come back to England hoping to just get some outdoor nets, get used to English conditions again. And it just pretty much rained every single day. Absolute torrential in Yorkshire most days. Um, don't mind the cold, but it's the rain that, that really annoys me. So um, I think I've bowled outdoors twice in the last sort of two and a half weeks since we've been back, which has been really frustrating. Not ideal preparation for the start of the season, but um, not much we can do about it. Just crack on. Good stuff. Glad to hear it. And uh, this week's guest is um, Nico, Paul Nixon, former England wicketkeeper. What a glittering career he had. Uh, someone you know pretty well, Brooksy. Yeah, Nico, top man. Fantastic cricketer. Huge character in the game. Very well respected. Really nice guy. Like a, a top man. A really good guy to, to go and share a beer with, with some good stories. Um, and one of the most positive, energetic men who you'll ever meet in the game. Um, speaks very well. Always very positive about everything and everybody he's ever met. Um, just a really good, solid man. Can I can I just add a little bit on Nico? What a legend. I've met him probably at three or four corporates throughout the year last summer. And what a nice bloke he is. Just to echo what Brooksy said, really. He's, he's one of the best blokes in cricket. I've only met him three or four times, but I've watched him play a lot, watched him keep a lot. And I've, thought, I've always thought he's been a... He kind of, when you see him at these corporate events, he comes up to you in speech, you ask how things are, and he wants to wants to chat to you. So now, I can't wait to see what he's got to offer. Well, let's get into it then. It's the Shuckles, <laughs> Shackles are off podcast episode two. Shuckles. <laughs> So, Paul Nixon joins us for the Shackles Are Off podcast this week. Um, yes, by the way, sorry for the delay in getting the podcasts out. We've been a little bit busy. Um, Jack's been on pre-season. Me and Chris haven't got our fingers out. But finally, we're underway. We've got Paul here. Um, can we start right at the end of your career? Because it was a bit of a fairy tale ending, wasn't it? And that doesn't happen very often in sport. Yeah, lucky when that happens, isn't it? You know, there's so many great sportsmen who have left the game through injury or through, you know, lack of form or... But, yeah, to have, you know, T20 finals day, most of, you know, county cricket and English cricket watching and with a winner's medal, which is, you know, which is important. So, um, yeah, it, those type of things, I think, galvanise sides as well, don't they? You know, when, it, when mm. you know, somebody's going to finish or, you know, you look at it, Grant Jones, Lord's final, that type of thing happens. So, yeah, yeah I mean, if you could have written a script, you know, I'd have certainly written that. But, um, yeah, amazing. Yeah, very fortunate. It was so, because you were on about retiring, weren't you, before? You know, you, you were kind yeah. of saying, look, you know, this is, this is going to be it. This is going to be the, the end of it. 
quarter final, obviously, then through to finals day, and then you end up winning it. Like, that, what's, what's that all about? And I, I felt a bit embarrassed at the end. I was like, <laughs> yeah, walking off at Grace Road, thinking that could be my last game against Kent yeah. as well in the quarter final. Uh, happily carried off by the crowd, which is even better. <laughs> that was a belt, I remember actually, that. I actually, Drinking you know, booze as well, weren't you? Oh, I tried, but I, you know, I missed, I, I tried to down it and I didn't, I was like, <laughs> spilt half of it. I was like, <laughs> Bad you know, the Cumbrians, the Cumbrians up north saw it, thinking, oh God, he's no Cumbrian, didn't down his drink properly. <laughs> what was the celebrations like that night? Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it's pretty decent. Um, yeah, I didn't see much, um, yeah, we was just into the daylight, which was good. But um, yeah, it's very special and you've got, you know, books you know as a sport, you know, there's more downtimes and uptime, so you've got to enjoy them. Hugely, yeah. Just a bit. Brooksy, pre-season, how's it gone? And, um, yeah, what can we look forward to from the ferret this season? <laughs> the headband warrior. It's been very wet in England for the last two weeks. Yeah. We came back from South Africa, had a really good trip to Potchefstroom, really good training camp. Came back buzzing from that. Um, the last two weeks, been outside once. Red out there, not seriously hot. It was. It's really. It's really warm, and it's altitude. So you mm. come back in really good nick. And you, out there, you blow in, and you're like, yeah, I can't get through a three or four yeah. hour spell here. But you come back, and you realise you've actually got a lot fitter than you realise. Um, but the facilities are fantastic in Poch. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, anything you need, and the students are in town as well. So we, you know, had a few lively nights out Perfect. as well. How oh, did you? Perfect. Yeah. It's, it's kicked on a bit since we were there. We went there years ago, last year, because we had Hansi yeah. Cronier as our overseas pro. Brilliant. And his father, Evie, was at the. Uh, you know, he was down there. And he, he sort of looked after everything and. Um, with the schools and the universities and uh, it's obviously they spent a fortune on their facilities now but um, yeah you used to run a two as a batter and you were absolutely blown out your back so yeah. I'm thinking this is unbelievable <laughs> I mean the difference is incredible unless you've it's like the, ball, the high balls go up the high catches they go a lot further come down a lot quicker so mm. You go slogging and you goes a lot further. You think, well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> My gym work's paying off. Yeah, in fact, you know what? We're going to loathe to mention it, but we're going to mention it quite early on this week. Get it out of the way. You used tunned up, didn't you, pre-season? Got another one, yeah. But it doesn't really okay. care. <laughs> yes, Nico. Nico's don't clapping. Do it, Nico. Yeah, don't do it, Nico. Don't do it. We're doing it for the next don't, three weeks. Calm. Calm, we did a whole calm. show on one a few weeks ago. <laughs> um, Come on, talk yeah, us through that. Yeah, had a bit of a giggle. Um, well, we just played an inter-club game. Yeah. Well, we had run out of opposition to play, so we played a game at the end of the trip, two-day game, be back one day, bowl the next. It was about nine aside with what lads were left that weren't injured or that were there. And uh, I think I went about seven out of the nine and did a job, didn't I? Just I got 50 it. off 50, got retired, walked off. Cheers for net, lads. Brez is fuming. I literally, I'll get off the pitch, walk up the stairs to the, to the change room, and there's one of the other lads, Josh Shaw, just chipped one back to live and got out. And there was no one else padded up, so I had to go back out after just giving it, <laughs> after just giving it the big one to all the lads. I oh, strutted yeah. back out there. I'd lost concentration. I'd, I was done. I was like, I'm just teeing off. Amazing. And the next 20-odd balls, I managed to get to 100 somehow. But That's why we're not doing net, the lads, show. Retired what, was the again. what was the shot to get to 100? What was it? Um, Jack leaning bowl off, spin around the wicket, a regulation sweep, no man out, four runs. Nice. Jack leaning out and out batsman, by the way. <laughs> Part-time off spinner, but got he's got a list day Pfeiffer, so he's a pretty useful. <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not looked this up either. To that defend that leads me into one of my questions for Nico. Bowler. Yeah. Got I saw pole. I saw some um, some statistics you on you bowling. I've got one first-class wicket, Brooksy lad. Excellent. One first-class wicket. I waited 23 seasons. This would be a hell it. of a story then. 23 seasons. <laughs> Please tell me it's a gun player. I know, international captain. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> international <laughs> no. captain. Milo um, Brown. Second. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Will Porterfield. Uh, Brilliant. <laughs> Opening batter. Hey. Prop up scout. He's salmon the ball before. Rob Bailey <laughs> gave him not out. Plum out LBW. And he said he wouldn't knock the bales weren't going to come off. And so next ball he went back to the same ball. Absolute French cricket. Boom. Done. Oh, what were you the celebration. Right arm swing. I mean, I'm immaculate off about 11 yards. <laughs> I'm immaculate off 11 yards. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, it was, it bless him. I mean, he just it gets a Christmas card every year, which is nice. And 
it, it, it's beautiful. What was your celebration? Forever. Oh, massive mob. Ma- massive mob. He has a huge um, just pile on. It was brilliant. It was like, it, honestly, it was like we won the championship oh, after he got beat brilliant. by an innings and nine wickets at Gloucester. Which oh, no. Was sad, but, that um, is, that's amazing. That's yeah. a great story. Of, so, what's your bowling average then? If you, you know, I knew you were somewhere. No, my bowling average, because I used to always be the one, the bowlers years ago didn't want to ever. Going for the chuck ups when oh, it was three day cricket. Oh, so I'd right. go, yeah, I was just desperate for a wicket. Desperate yeah. for a wicket. So there was a game against Essex. Darren Robinson and I bowled re- very similar to the way we play today, right on the edge of the square. And um, I, th- I, I can't the exact figures. I, I bowled four overs, no, six overs for about 80 odd, I think it was. Steady. <laughs> oh, wow. Steady. Robbo bowled, I think it was four overs for 100 he went for. Decent. Mark Patini wow. got the fastest ever 100 as about 28, 29 balls. <laughs> be embarrassed for that, wouldn't you? And it, but it didn't count. It didn't properly count. You would have brought you take it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And we, and we set them, to, I don't know, 280, 290, and we knocked them off. So it was a great game. That's just the game, lads. Great game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. got Paul, some runs as well, didn't Paul you? Paul Grayson. Yeah, I got a few, but Paul Grayson's <laughs> absolutely livid at the end. Yeah. Oh, really? Can I imagine? So, yeah, That's classic. A, that is quality. I'll take one. I'll take one first. Hey, pocket. you've got one exactly. It's in my pocket. Because now, when you've got these full of up, up young upstarts, you know, at Leicester, who are turning up and they're saying, "Oh yeah," and they think they're a bit good, and they've not yeah. played a first class game yet, you can say, "I've got more first class wickets than you." Yeah, correct. It's a great story. Whenever keepers or batters who never bowl get a wicket, is it's one of the best things. Like bowlers getting hundred. Yeah, it's up there. It's mm. up there with that. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> like you, much like yourself, Jack. It's like a stumping. The lads want a stumping. Our lads yeah, all want yeah. a stumping. I'll keep. I'll have a stumping. They're all desperate for a stumping. Yeah, it's great. It. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Chris, come on. I, I was Chuck just going to say. I was going to go. Fairly back to the start, really. I, I'm got written on my paper here. Mm. Born Carlisle, tough paper round, and then I can't think of another cricketer to come from Carlisle. Yeah, well, I mean, I was from Penrith. I'm from Penrith, a little village outside Penrith. But Carl Penrith Hospital was full at the time, so I went to Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I always wanted to play for the Blue Army, um, the Foxes. Brilliant. Uh, Carlisle United, Manchester <laughs> City. Yeah, Carlisle um, supported them. You know, when I was four years old, um, Chris Balderstone, who was a great late great umpire mm-hmm. Yorkshireman yeah, yep. for Leicestershire Baldy he actually had the greatest 24 hours any sportsman's ever had because Baldy who was one of my heroes as a kid because he was like midfield left midfield spraying these passes around when I was five years old Carlisle top of the division one for one week and they got relegated the same season oh. um, and, uh, and Baldy had the greatest 24 hours he opened the batting for Leicestershire at um, away at Derbyshire Crooked Spire Chesterfield 51 not out at lunchtime had to leave a car picked him up, drove him to play football for Huddersfield Town, sorry, Doncaster versus Bradford City, top of Division 1 clash. Uh, hit the post with a free kick, didn't quite get one in. Um, came back, um, knocked on the door the next morning to the umpire's office, said, uh, umps, ah, um, I'm all right now, my groin's all right. Yeah. Yeah. As they were reading like Balderstone passing masterclass in the Telegraph the next morning. Brilliant. And then went out, got three for... Um, Leicestershire won the cat. He got sorry, he got a hundred, and, and then in the afternoon after that, he got um, he got three for Leicestershire won the championship that night. Went out, had a great night. That'll do for me. What a player! That is unbelievable. Hours. Amazing. Just can't amazing. that these days. Nah, never happened ever again. Never happened ever again. That's unbelievable. Yeah. What a hero! So that's uh, great. So yeah, but yeah, Cumbria. <laughs> Um, there was a few Graham Monkhouse played for Surrey probably just before our time lads were a bit younger and <laughs> we yeah, are Graham Monkhouse uh, Farmer was his nickname Bob um, yeah that's right Farmer was Farmer. his nickname Farmer's what an imaginative nickname <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah medium pace so played he was sort of Alex Stewart took him under his wing as a young lad so 
Uh, he was down there for a while. Uh, Dean Hodgson played at Gloucester for a while. Mike Burns played at Somerset and Warwickshire for a while. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, now there's a few more coming through with Stoke, seeing one or two others. Yeah, so, yeah representing the likes. Yeah, that's right. They love it, you know. There's not many flat pieces of land, but <laughs> the, the, the competitive spirit up in Cumbria for this sport is incredible, I promise you. It's just, there's no... You know, now Durham are here, but there's no Lancashire. Mm-hmm. Sorry, there's Lancashire now. There wasn't no Durham when we started. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the, the passion's amazing. And that's where, you know, the banter that flowed around as kids. <laughs> it was a tough environment to come into, you know, mm-hmm. into, into men's cricket as a youngster. And it was a great upbringing. Is that where it comes from then? You know, yourself, Stokesy, notorious kind of, you know, for a better word, sledges. Um, yeah, competitive, you know. Yeah, yeah you had to, Correct. you know, I think certainly for me as a young kid, as a farmer's son in the Lake District, being brought up, um, you were... You were just given opportunities to go and do things before you were at time. You know, I was driving tractors at seven, eight years old with my dad in the farm, and you know, go and tell him to do this and do that. And you're like, I'm not quite sure how to do this, but you know, give it a go. And it sort of gives you that sort of, you know, that positive attitude, I think. And um, and um, you know, it's just it's great holistic skills long term. What do you think then now? You know, all this kind of moaning that people are having about sledging. Oh, it's not very fair. Because there was a load of articles written before all the Aussie stuff, you know, they had some pay- before all yeah. that. There was, you know, s- several well-known cricket pundits, shall we say, who were writing articles in national newspapers saying, oh, I think the sledging is disgusting and all this kind of stuff. Well, you know, we, we like a, a good sledge here, don't we? Particularly oh, the Barmy uh, Army as oh, well. Uh. What what do you think? Do you think it's gone too far or, or do you think it's getting softer or what? I think the game's definitely getting softer. Yeah, no question. Um, Life is very different now to what it was years ago. And, you know, as a young pro coming into a tough tough environment, when I joined Leicestershire, David Gower, captain, Peter Willey, Les Taylor, John Agnew, James Whittaker, Philip Defratis, Chris Lewis, Winston Benjamin, George Ferris, overseas pros, who who were like, George Ferris, the fastest ball ever faced, ever, well, apart from Mm -hmm. Patrick Patterson, keeping wicket, George Ferris was the quickest I ever kept to. And, um, you know, that, that era... You know, you were just That's a baptism were, of fire. Or you were just a young kid who you just did exactly what they keep said. Your trap shut. And, and you keep your trap shut or you'll get an absolute nailing for it. Yeah. So um but brilliant, you know, it makes you really Character building stuff. Character building stuff, yeah. all right, yeah. Brooksy, what are your thoughts? I know you like uh, you know, you like that kind of spirit thing, don't you, going on in the Yorkshire dressing room. You like all the banter and all that kind of stuff. The Yorkshire channel room is brutal. Is yeah. borderline bullying at times, is um, it? but even that's amongst the guys. You should you stop can... then, shouldn't you? Not really, because it, <laughs> it's quite good fun to watch yeah. other people. <laughs> when I cop it, it's not as fun. Um, good teams have more banter though than exactly. Than, I think it brings you closer together teams. though, Definitely. and then when you go yeah. through the tough patches on the field, you, you know you can trust them, and you bring it brings yeah. you closer together. I think. Hundred um, percent. I've seen some brutal blow ups in the change room at, at Yorkshire, but it's all blown over, and your your mates within I don't know ten minutes or so. Mm. Yeah. Um, just what Nico touched on there about the game getting softer, you can see that slightly from even the last 10 years since I came in. Um, obviously, with so much footage and media, everything on the cricket now with social media, mm-hmm. um, the game's kicking off. It's obviously going branded with the 2020. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot more money in the game. It's going towards that sort of football thing where you can't do anything. You can't, yeah. you can't have a character. You can't have a personality. Stop obviously, mics. sometimes just mm. goes over the... Mm. Goes over the um, can't even ball time, so can to you? speak. Yeah, you can't even. Yeah, you can't even ball. ball. Very tough now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Cameras everywhere. Yeah, God, uh, uh, stump black and decker these days. I get <laughs> stump stump mics. I bet you that's something that you hated when they came in, were they? Were you? Yeah, I mean, I you know what? I was a rubbish sledge really, but I was like this. Steve Waugh called me. Uh, he said I was like a mosquito that just couldn't squat, uh, <laughs> just couldn't splatter, uh, buzzing around all the time. Uh, I just tried. To, there's so many good players out there, and it was about testing their character. Right. And I knew that 
it got me going, it got me alive, got me in the battle, um, and I knew I'd be all right. And um, yeah, it was interesting that um, I was, you know, I came in very from a Lord's ground staff days. I then came to Leicester, and all of a sudden, Phil Woodcase got an injury, and I was in. And I'm, keep, and I'm standing behind Graham Gooch. He was like, I, did, I couldn't get off the sofa if Graham Gooch was batting, otherwise he'd get out. You know, in Cumbria, I'd be lying on the sofa with my cousin, going, "Come on, Gooch, you, you know, watching him bat." And then all of a sudden, I'm keeping wicket behind him. Like a few months later, it was just quite Amazing. surreal. But you know, you just, you know, it's about the game and not about the player. And um, yeah, it was. Um, you know, brilliant memories and great upbringing to, to bring you into professional sport sort of just hardened you. And then that put a nice cement coat around yeah. it when he joined old school Leicestershire with those, you know, the little boys like Peter Willey that just spade to spade kid and you get on <laughs> with it. He's funny now, he hasn't changed. <laughs> yeah, still the grumpiest man I've ever played cricket with. Had the same haircut for 40 years, you know he's hard. <laughs> and the same clothes for the last 40 years, which were all on a England trip that he had got free. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's spent one pound on clothes in the last 50, 50 years. What's David like with that? Is it Because obviously you play with him now, don't you? Is he, yeah. is he very similar to his old man? Or very what? straight, you know what you're getting with him. Very straight yeah. talking, um, as you'd expect. Um, pretty solid bloke. You yeah, wouldn't want to yeah. mess with him, really. I mean... He's a hard man. You can tell he's a solid bloke. Looks after himself, but yeah. um, like I said, he's just hilarious because he's so dry and just to the point, black and white. Yeah, yeah. Good was, signing for you that. Good and a good cricketer, well. isn't it? Good cricketer. Made himself yeah. to a very good cricketer. Wax it, doesn't it? It's a yeah, long yeah. way, doesn't it? He's yeah. not really. He's not really had much of a, you know, much of a crack at it yet, has he? At Yorkshire, would you say? He hasn't been around. No, yeah. he's been in he's always out playing so for much. England or yeah. away or a little bit injured. And he's off to the IPL now. It's been announced yeah. today. He's off to the IPL this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. Saw Gailey this morning. Said. IPL, Vern my life at the moment. IPL, yeah, they're yeah. all disappearing. Yeah. IPL, you you played in India, didn't you? ICL just before the IPL right. started. Yeah, yeah. Before another zero was put on the end of their uh, contract. <laughs> yeah, I was going to uh, say. Yeah. yeah, you were no, paying sub. You were paying subs. That's right. No. But <laughs> great, it was a great comp. Sadly, Mumbai bombing stopped, uh, stopped it. Yeah. Um, the Pakistan team wanted to get out. Inzaman and his team wanted yeah. to get out of there because it was a. They talked about a Pakistan bomber, so they wanted to get out. Right. Amazing competition. You know, great, great for his lads. And I mean, I was very close to finishing counter cricket and just doing that because we're getting paid more to play uh, six weeks over there than we were playing counter cricket yeah it's mad uh, isn't it ama- amazing you whereabouts know? were you I was Delhi yeah Delhi Giants who were called Delhi Giants there. not the Delhi Daredevils yeah, yeah. Delhi Giants then yeah so you know when you were there you, you know and then now you look at it and it's kind of what 10 years on and you're mm. seeing all this ridiculous money mm. that's going into it that's brilliant does it do you, you know there's not any kind of resentment there nah, you think oh I wish I'd have had a bit of that no I, you don't remember, listen, it, it, money's great, of course it is, but do you know what, you remember the great times. If I look back at my career now, 23 years, I remember two championships and three 2020s yeah. playing for England. Amazing. I don't, Amazing, I don't yeah. remember a paycheck or a bonus. or a, yeah. You probably wouldn't yeah. have played any different no matter how much you were paid. Absolutely you? right, no. you know, and that's what it's about. It's yeah. about the game and, you know, the mates and the camaraderie and the spirit. Coming back in the game is amazing for me now after doing a bit of coaching um, in the Caribbean Premier League, which is great fun. And then coming now to Leicester, the opportunity of Leicester, you know, it's a great privilege. So it's magical. It's got me. I go to bed excited and wake up ticking, ready for the next day. And that's that's what it's about, you know, because I've, 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 I've missed a bit of that when you when you leave the game. Oh, heartwarming stuff. I think, yeah. hey, back to when you were... This guy doesn't need much to get excited. Either. He's the most, <laughs> the most energetic <laughs> bloke yeah. you'll ever meet. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best Nick in the studio, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, yeah, was correct. Uh, back to when you were, you were playing, do you think you probably as a, as a keeper, you were... You were in a really tough generation for wicket keepers in England. Do you reckon you maybe a bit unlucky timing-wise with the people that you were up against and the, the ability? Uh, you know what? Not really. I, I looking back now, I wasted the first five or six years of my of my career because I just thought that I wasn't going to get a go to a certain extent. Even though I went in when Phil got injured uh, and then came back out again, um, I wasn't ready. I hadn't served my apprenticeship, and I just thought then at that 
there's a lot of players then played and it was it got easier for youngsters in a way and mm-hmm. it is now where a couple of good years and you get an opportunity really you can be you know Brody came in played a couple of second team games few first team games played for England yeah you know years ago you, you generally played in the second tier until you're 24 25 and you were just you know somebody like Stephen Titchard played for years for Lancashire in the second team until he was nearly 30 I think but um you know it was tougher to get in then and I think I just thought I'm not going to get in and I probably could have yeah. worked harder that's wrong I could have been a bit more professional I enjoyed a night out my nickname was Badger I liked to be a bit nocturnal um, <laughs> and, you know, is that why we were yeah. trying to work out why yeah. like, is it because he's yeah. a cricket badger and then yeah. I was like actually probably not yeah. <laughs> got on the Red Bull early didn't yeah. you yeah, gets right. one of the first experience of a Red Bull this man yeah. oh really mm. yeah. is that right did it give you wings Paul it was too much it made my heart just about give up so <laughs> um, yeah no it was um, you know it was it was very much I, I wasted the first few years I know yeah. that I know that looking back and I thought it wasn't in my control it was something but it was in my control you yeah. had to prove yourself in that era didn't you and you had such big squads as well didn't you the yeah. squads then were like 30 well, odd players yeah, 32 so, players yeah. yeah and we've got a big squad now at Leicester at 24 yeah. and that was 30 odd I mean shh, crazy that's crazy. mad isn't it that yeah. is mad yeah crazy stuff crazy stuff um, England career then so obviously probably a career highlight I'm guessing mm. playing for England yeah, a world a world cup how was that? Yeah. Some characters as well in that in that team, wasn't there? So, how did you find all those boys? Yeah, do you know what? It was amazing because um, I, I went to um, where did we go to? Went to Pakistan and Sri Lanka um, with Alex Stewart as number two in two thousand when I went to Kent, and um, Kent said to me, "Nico, I want you to come. Steve Marsh is finishing. We need another keeper. You know, Leicester should have been successful. We've been the bridesmaids three or four times now. We're desperate to win something. Uh, we think you'll drive it." and um, and it was a great challenge for me. I've been yeah. at Leicester. Leicester were falling away. Chris Lewis was starting to, you know, get into drugs a little bit, sadly. Um, <laughs> uh, Alan Mullally had disappeared off down to Hampshire. David Mills had just peaked as a pro uh, as he's bowling. And we just weren't going to win anything. And I was 30, desperate to do well. And the fitness of a 22-year-old, I loved it. And I thought, why not? Let's do it. And they yeah. offered us a good contract. And I thought, come on, let's do it. I went to Kent. Luckily got... Uh, picked to go on Stewart's number two and I thought you know what David Graveney said Nico uh, you'll be Stewart's number two obviously unless he gets injured and I thought yeah I'll drop my bat on Stewie's toe somewhere <laughs> yeah. I'll just close a door and a finger in the loose at some stage and get him but uh, the, the gaffer was the, the ultimate pro as he is and never let me have a sniff but um, loved that and it gave you a taste of it and I just yeah, yeah. always kept believing and um, even it's crazy you always think you're going to play for England and, and rightly so I think lads should yeah. Uh, even to the end you just you know if I can have a couple of great years you never know yeah. um, and uh, yeah to get picked um, yeah on um, well it was funny actually because Vaughan actually spoke to me one of the last games of the season we played against Yorkshire and he said Nico just stay cricket fit don't go to the Leicester Tigers and get get fit like you can do keep cricket fit just in case yeah. and I was thinking that's an interesting one this is in September so he's probably thinking listen Aussies have got a good side we might be struggling we don't know we might need a change in the one days so I just showed how far he was thinking ahead um, and then I got yeah got the call from David Graveney on, uh, on Christmas Eve 2007. Uh, sorry, 2006. Good Christmas present. What a Christmas present. Yeah, yeah. Everything's coming DHL in the next couple of hours, <laughs> and um, tickets arriving, and all the kit, blah blah. Seat one here, Virgin Airlines. Oh, here Brooks, we go. didn't mind that. There we go. Didn't mind that. Thought, <laughs> nice, brilliant. That's a bit different to <laughs> our pre-season tour to the Isle of Wight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> snoring next to Alamalali for the next uh, yeah, couple of weeks, and minus two in the room. Um, so brilliant, yeah. But because you'd sort of played all the, you know, you've you'd done your service in county cricket, hadn't you? So you yeah. probably felt like you'd earned it a little bit more, you enjoyed it a little bit more, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I just thought, you know what? I'm here, and Fletcher was great, Duncan Fletcher, because the yeah. first trip I went on, he actually, my first net, he said, I've got something to tell you, and I'll tell you a bit later. 
and I'm still waiting for him to tell me now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and he forgot. I was desperate to get... By 2000, 2007, I was desperate to know what he wanted to tell me, but he, he forgot. <laughs> so uh, I was gutted. Um, but then uh, got there, and he was amazing. He said, listen, I want you, know, I want you to be really ultra-energised. I want you to get in the Aussies' but faces. But that was hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I want you to get in the Aussies' faces. You know, we've been soft a little bit, and we want to toughen up a bit and just show off some more spirit. And uh, you're the man, you know, you're in good form, you're doing well. I had a good year in Cattery Cricket, which helped. I was full of confidence. Um, and Australia, I've been to Australia as a kid. I've had four years in Australia and Perth. Loved every minute of it. Easiest place in the world to keep wicket. And, yeah. you know, it was great. It's just about, you know, trying to get some runs, which I didn't get any runs. But, um, you know, I was, we were always playing catch up a little bit. We we're always 20, 30, 40 short. And I, the lessons I learned for the World Cup were I've got to give myself a chance. I've got to get in. I've got to get in it. rather than just try and smack it from ball one against international cricketers. It doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, my adrenaline and enthusiasm probably got the better of me at times. So, I learned well, you know, for the World Cup. But you know, to win that series it, when nobody gave us a chance mm. was amazing. You know, Paul Collingwood had a couple of great hundreds, and yeah. Ed Joyce got a good hundred and got us going. Yeah. Um, you know, Freddie was high class and got wickets at the right time as he does. So yeah, amazing. It was. We had a good trip. We had a good trip. The yeah, lads enjoyed it. Mal, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Liam Plunkett had the series of his life. As absolutely, well. bowled amazing Yorker to get rid of uh, Gilchrist. Gilchrist. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable in swinging Yorker. Yeah. So when he had that terrible hairdo. Yeah, well, there's a few one? terrible hairdos. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, lads. <yeah. laughs> yeah. Oh dear, Brooksy, Brooksy, because you've had a taste of that, haven't you? You know, going away with the Lions and stuff. Yeah, is that you know because again, you've you, you know, played your minor counties and you played your club cricket, mm. and then you sort of did your service, you know, in your county championship stuff, and then next thing you're wearing the England shirt. Mm -hmm. it, that makes you. You must have had the same kind of experience there as as Nick Cow. Yeah, yeah. Um. Obviously, every professional cricketer's dreams play for England, yeah. no matter what level you come in at um that i was no different at 24 like i still get out of bed mm. every day now for training and matches the thing that gets me through is you know you never know you never know you never you? know yeah um, correct a, yeah i've mm. you know quite happily hold my hands up i probably haven't been good enough if you're not gonna play for england you're not good enough at the end of the day also combining that with an era of james anderson Stuart Paul, Graham wow. Onions, some seriously good bowlers. I mean, you know, yeah. probably had two or three spots already mm. taken up, haven't you? Um, just needed a little bit of luck or to actually pull my finger out and be a lot better and force your way in. They're the only two ways you're ever going to play for England, forcing your way in through performances or you know, being in the right place, right time for an injury or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I won't look back with any regrets. Obviously, Nico's story is pretty inspirational. Coming at 36, that's an unbelievable that's effort. Great, with, a, with the career he's had behind him as well. Very popular member yeah. of the circuit well-liked by a lot of people. And uh, when he played in 07, when I was a fan, watching, glued to the telly, watching cricket a lot back yeah. that, those days, to see this guy who had well, not come from nowhere, but had been around a while, it was just like, that sort of resonates with not just the yeah. Barmy Army, but just like normal cricket fans as well. Because yeah, I think that World Cup mm. squad, there was quite a lot of young lads coming through at the time, so mm. like Bapara, Broad, Plunkett, so a lot, a lot of these guys. So then I remember the uh, the England supporters getting behind them quite a lot, and Flintoff was captain. There was a whole Fred Lowe thing, and yeah, yeah, went a bit yeah. tits up. <laughs> Cost me well, two but... grand that, that actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. Worth it? Yeah. No, sadly not. No, no, no You're really. Tight ass. I was first to bed, I think, at about oh, past yeah, twelve. Right. No, I was. I was unbelievable. Is it right that he came in and written everyone's name upon the board, and then yeah. he came in and said, "Is is that right?" My and name was top as well. I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh wow. Yeah, because you, yeah. you can throw everyone under the bus there, can't you? <laughs> no, you never do that. But you could have done. Oh yeah, but. Uh, you can't do that um, <laughs> yeah to be fair I left at about quarter past um, yeah it was about 12 o'clock so I got in about quarter past as I was walking back into the hotel the New Zealand boys had just beaten us were on their way out oh, wow. <laughs> and, and a couple of our lads were flying and we had I think we had Canada in about four days time which wasn't a train smash so um, we you know we, um, we were buzzing we were excited you know um, 
Freddie wasn't in a great place, so I'd stuck my neck out to Fletcher and said, listen, we've got Jeremy Snape, sports psychologist, uh, who knows his cricket, played for England. He'll, I'm sure he can help him, you know. And um, and I left and Freddie and, and Snapey were at the bar together. Like, and I saw Snapey like, a couple of times, his arm just fall off the bar, thinking, <laughs> oh dear, don't try and keep up with him, but drink to drink, you'll never do that. And um, and eventually, uh, Belly was flying and Jimmy was flying, and I left, I thought, it's time for me to go now. And I, and I, and I drink like a budgerigar these days, which is a shame. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah. And I went back and uh, yeah, I woke up to it, and then a, a memo came flying under the under the under the door, and I'm like, "Team room immediately, Fletch." All of a sudden, my heart's going, "Oh no, what have I done? What have I done?" Cameras, four Bacardi and cokes. <laughs> yeah, um, that's quarter past twelve. I'm thirty six years old. Surely, surely yeah. I can't be. And anyway, I walked in, and the smell of Jack Daniel and coke slapped me across oh. the face as I walked in the team room, and I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" Fletch, end of the room. Red as a beetroot with his face, like he wants to fight somebody. Horseshoe of chairs, lads, heads down. I scuttle in and sit down next to Strauss. You somebody. Next thing, right, lads. Um, you know this. This isn't good. This isn't good. I'm not happy about this. All of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> well, look around. There's Freddie on the uh, on the physios table uh, in the corner. LA Lakers t-shirt, LA Lakers shorts, sand all over him, saliva running down his chin. <laughs> didn't know what, you know, didn't know captain. what date was. Yeah, captain. <laughs> didn't know what date was. Planet is on, you know, whatever. But um, and he was, yeah, he was out of the, out for the count quite literally. And um, yeah, we had to write, we had to write down, Amazing. we had to write down uh, what time we got in that night and how much we had to drink. Right. <clears throat> and um, and I was first up, so I scuttled up and sorry about this, Duncan. I was yeah. Four Bacardi and Cokes, and you know, in at quarter past 12, blah, 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 in sleep by half 12, 25 to 1. Um, all right, Nico, sit down. I was like, scuttle back down again, thinking, yeah, yeah. thank Get goodness in. for that. <laughs> My dad's not going to, you know, disown me now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so, uh, and the lads kept coming up, and um, there's a couple who were like, yeah. And Belly went up next, and he was like, "Yeah, I was in Nico's round, and uh, you know, I didn't, a, a bit late. I could see his bald head walking back." And Fletch like, "Stay there, mate." <laughs> next one, somebody else. Then Jimmy Anderson. I knew what time he got in. You got in at that time. I know how much you drink because when the guys go out, there's security. Yeah, and yeah. And that's security to, to note down how much the lads have had to drink individually, and also there's always security on your rooms on the on the sort of um, on, the, on your floor, yeah, so that you know, match fixing or people can't come into your rooms, and. Um, and he'd ask them to write down what time I got in. So Fletch knew it all. He knew it all. And he was <laughs> like, lying. Yeah, How many yeah. people tried it on? Yeah, uh, about three. And they all got nailed. Yeah. Oh, really? And then everybody everybody got fined. Anybody who was in after 12 o'clock got fined, uh, which is quite a few. Uh, but the classic thing was Kevin Shine, I'd not seen, I think he's his brother for about 10 years. He'd come over from Australia or somewhere. <laughs> and Shiny was the tightest man in the world. And he, he, he saved every penny for McDonald's, at McDonald's every night and just tried to keep his cash, his, his, his meal money every night, like his $50 or whatever it was. And uh, and he got fined because he got in about half past 12 and got fined two grand. <laughs> oh, you're like kidding. Pleading, Been out for dinner. The lad's like, yeah, fine, him, Fletcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was mortified, bless him. That is yeah. absolutely quality. Classic. That's great. But, you know, playing with Fred, obviously, you know, particularly me and Chris, and I'm guessing to an extent you as well. Yeah, massively, yeah. You know, hero, absolute hero. What, Huge, yeah. What's he like? What's, you know, for you, because obviously you were a bit older than him, probably I mean, you played a lot more cricket yeah. than he had at, at that point. What are you thinking? At that point, what are you thinking, really? Or are you thinking, what a legend? What, go on, yeah, what's, what's going I, through know, your mind? He, Freddie was just as larger than life, isn't he? Yeah. You know, Freddie, he always, I, I wanted to see what he was like and what he was like. Sadly, he wasn't in a great space uh, yeah. at that time. Mm. He sort of wanted to get away. Um, the boys got hammered when I was there. Was we arrived over in Sydney, and then they got whooped. He's whitewashed 5-0. And all I wanted to do, Freddie just wanted to get away. Mm. Uh, he was having, enjoying too many drinks, and he just wanted to get away. And luckily, Reggie, the... Um, the uh, 
security guy. Yeah. He, mm -hmm. he got him on this big Harley Davidson. They went out into the country and they went away for a few days. So Freddie wasn't wasn't in a great space, and he just wanted to be with his family. He'd missed his family a lot. He misses his family a lot. And um, yeah, then he came back. He came back strong in the one days and, and did well. But um, you just knew, we just knew he wasn't quite right. You know, he wasn't quite right. But um, on you know with a just his will, his sheer will to win, and just no messing straight. And it's just his skill levels are high class. Eh? Skill he, levels are very high class. Oof. He's he's like that now in in all the other stuff he does, doesn't he? You know, I yeah. remember watching. He's so talented, isn't he? Presenting, uh, he put yeah, his hands to anything. Now, he's yeah, he's, I remember yeah, watch, watching Sport Relief about three or four years ago, and he was doing the cycling in the velodrome when they go around, and there was um, uh, Chris Hoy had been like coaching a few mm -hmm. of them, and he was just he was just unbelievable. He's got he's legs like tree trunks, isn't he? Yeah, he's so strong, good. Boy, strong boy. Naturally, he's like go in the gym and just pick a weight up at hundred kilos and just throw it up and down half a dozen times and go. Well, what is, is this any good for you then, lads? Well, the rest <laughs> lads are like, <laughs> We've been in there for months and months. He's in better nick now, though, than when he yeah. played, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, he is. He doesn't drink or anything, does he Since now? Since boxing, I think he stayed pretty, yeah, in pretty good nick. Yeah. yeah, goes to the gym with Robbie Savage, doesn't he, all the time. Anyway, we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, did you expect that media frenzy that surrounded the, the incident, especially because you were in the camp, and at the time mm. it might have only felt like an isolated incident, but that went... That went worldwide. We've seen that again recently in the media, haven't we? And it's amazing how cricket can can do that. And was it expected by you guys? Yeah, no, not really. It was a massive. Well, it was like this slap across the face. Absolutely. Uh, Fletch was mortified because he like he feared the press quite a bit. Fletch. He didn't like yeah. the press. He was always worried about what the press were going to say. Where I think the guys had got into that much of a a lot of guys who were, who were coming through. We're all quite relaxed about what was going on, you know, quite relaxing themselves. But, um, you know, it was like, wow, this is a massive wake up call, especially when Fletch was like, you know, in that team room, you know, this isn't pressure now, this, that, and you know, they're all us having a, having a big chat here, you know, pressure isn't wanting 15 and over off the last over, knowing your right options, your wrong options, you know. Freddie, that bloke over there, <laughs> he's still snoring. Uh, if he, yeah, he, he will never captain England again. Uh, if he ever plays for England again, he'll be, he'll be a lucky boy. So you know, book your ideas up. You got something to prove here. So yeah, it was a it was a good wake up call for many of us. Just a bit, but then again, looks quite timid at the moment, doesn't it? You know, Fred Alou yeah looks quite you know, know doesn't yeah. it? It looks a bit a bit lame really on the <laughs> on the face of it. Lads, trip, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, in the Caribbean, lad trip, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. But that World Cup had all sorts going on. You had um, Bob Woolmer, that was that, wasn't it? Yeah, Bob Woolmer, Pegasus Hotel. Yeah, sadly Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. tragic. I mean, great man, Bob. Great yeah. man. Yeah, I never knew. Unbelievable him, coach. You know, he, he worked a lot in South Africa um, with with some of the townships and um, getting Warwickshire lads to go over there, building the structure of, of, of you know cricket over there. Brilliant man. Um, funny story with Bob. Bob was a, he was a huge bloke, Bob. He was like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six, his calves were like, you know, the massive. Yeah. He must have weighed, I promise you, 19, 20 stone, just solid. And um, we're up in the Drakenberg Mountains. There was, there was Keith Piper. There's a lot of Warwickshire boys, Dougie Brown and myself. And um, uh, I'm trying to think else. Keith Piper, Welshie, all, anyway, a few coaches. And, um, and Bob twisted his ankle on the way back. Or to carry him down these gorge, <laughs> about five of us were like it's like this army expedition, and we were like absolutely shattered by the time we finished. <laughs> you carrying each calf and bristle was like four stone, uh, but uh, yeah, brilliant, great man, yeah, sadly missed, yeah, tragic, yeah. absolute tragedy, yeah. 
Nightmare, nightmare. Are we going to talk about the elephant in the room? All these, you know, the Aussies and the sandpaper and all that kind of stuff. Or are we just going to leave that? We're going to leave that for the Barmy Army to create some chance, Chris. I don't yeah, know. I think we'll leave it. It's nice being able to take the moral higher ground. Yeah, it is, Aussies, yeah. After they've just stuffed we're you. We're all happy with that. Are we all it's boring now, isn't it? It's yeah, it's boring. It is boring. Yeah, yeah, it is boring. We'll leave it's it. I, I was going we'll to ask it. you, Nico, about, um, about a Barmy Army cult and a bit of a Barmy Army legend. Darren Stevens. Steve. Very, very good friend of yours, yeah. so I hear, on the grapevine. Talented boy, Steve. Oh, yeah. He's just gifted at everything he does you watch him play golf he's off about two uh, he'll say he's off four or five but he's off about two um, and he just plays squash beautifully he plays tennis he's a nice footballer he's just one of those lucky sods that, that he's just he's, you know he's very gifted looks younger um, than he is was he about 45 yeah looks? if he has a shave he looks about 11 still yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah he's got a young little lad now as well so that'll be exciting to see how he comes on as well but um, yeah now you know you feel old when they're all popping kids out and you feel like a granddad but um, yeah top man it's a, it's a shame that he never really he actually Damien Martin and Darren Stevens are the two most gifted youngsters sort of under 20 that I ever saw really uh, Damien yeah. Martin came to Leicester in 1989 or 1990 when Bob Simpson was our manager and um, the senior pros hated him because he came in the dressing room and he was just full on energy right we're going to approach 20 uh, um kind of championship cricket as one day cricket and we're going to run everything we're going to be like like Dean Jones was in effect sort of G- Dean yeah, Jones yeah. and him mm. going really well and now we're like Peter Wheeler Les Taylor <laughs> David Gower like <laughs> yeah. who is this bloke <laughs> send this bloke back you know yeah, yeah. Um, and um, so he then he didn't work well so he came into the second team and we had a bunch of young lads all together Darren Maddy and Ben Smiths and myself and the guy Justin Benson and one or two others who just you know, just loved him. This guy was amazing and gave us so much. And um, Damien, he brought Damien Martin over to sort of, you know, to, to, to model him on test cricket and get him ready and have English conditions and uh, get a rounded game. And he, Mardo was unbelievable in play, playing that second team. We had a test player playing in our second team yeah. as kids. Just... <clears throat> blew us away how good he was mm. and Darren Stevens was exactly the same he was a class act he, yeah he brought me a lot of like the modern day sort of a Michael Clark, a real grace in his batting real sharp yeah. you know real clarity in his conviction and um, but uh, yeah same as Steve or you know his bowling's amazing now yeah his bowling's come on yeah yeah, yeah. You know, he was a step and fetch it in the net a nightmare for batters <laughs> nightmare especially season. oh this time of year horrible Look, I'm just amazed how many wickets he takes like, look you see the footage on the highlights and the evenings and stuff oh, Steve has got another five or six <laughs> yeah. just running up lollipopping a few 70 yeah. or five is that being yeah. kind yeah I know bowl straight and people keep missing it or nicking it or you know putting their pad in the way it's slow like, it down Brooksy come off coming off oh, turn I was like looking at it going <laughs> yeah. all I could do why can't I do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, have you got have you got him out has he got you out I've got Steve out first ball once I think when we played um, I can't remember who we were playing actually quite a few years ago whoever was Canterbury or Leicester, wasn't it? It, was, it was at Kent. Kent. Um, hmm. Back when my div two days. Right. Um, I don't think he's ever got me out. Right. I remember facing him, and he didn't get me out. But um, I think so I've only not, got him out once. You've not missed one of his little straight ones. No. Took down. No. Well, I think You're I can block the straight ones. It's the one slightly off on it. Nice work. Have you got a quiz um, to set up for us this week, Chris? Yeah. Well, uh, hey, he's w- worth his weight in gold, isn't t- he? Two of the questions have already <laughs> gone by, um, but I'm still going to ask him you anyway. Right. So, <laughs> the, question, the quiz is actually right. For, okay. The, the quiz is for Brooksy, and it's and it's about Nico. Okay. Okay. So the, so the first question, um, this one hasn't gone yet. Weirdly, we haven't touched on it. It's true or false that Paul Nixon was born bald. <laughs> oh, he's not Surely happy about that's that. not true. Great question. Surely that's not true. Do you know the answer, Nico? No. <laughs> so the answer is, I want it to, to be true. I want it to be true. Yeah, on, yeah. True. We, we've 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 called it a favour. We've yeah, called it a favour. Let's go true. True. And the answer is, Nico. 
False. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted it to be I had an afro. I had an afro. There's some hair have you got? Hey? What, what colour hair did you have? Yeah, brown, brown. Yeah, brown. brown. I'd have a little twinge of ginger in there now. Oh, right. Yeah, he hesitated when he said brown. It means ginger. Beard, yeah. beard gets a bit in there now. Is it? That's right. It's probably, yeah. You know what? The first two guests we've had on our podcast couldn't be more different. Siddy with his big <laughs> yeah. toilet oh. bag full of frizzies and stuff. And you, you know. Um, Do you know what, though? Like you, ha- you haven't. I had, I had, I had the um, advanced hair replacement lined up. My agent had it lined up. Yeah, he lined up. <laughs> Who was representing you? For, just yeah, yeah, David Manassi, Jonathan Bartlett's Telegraph. <laughs> right. Advanced yeah. hair replacement. Um, lined up, ready to sign the contract. But then, sadly, Duncan Fletcher left, and then I left, and one or two others left, and Peter Moores came in, and Matt Pryor came in. So, oh. yeah. So, that paycheck got, got ripped up. Yeah, he had a... Would you would you have gone from completely bald to a head of hair? I would for six figures, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Forget the IPL. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. back of the sun. (laughs) Brilliant. Go on. Next question. Question two: True or false that Nico has shared a fifty partnership with Kevin Peterson against the West Indies? It's got to be true, isn't it? Nico's a proper player. Probably should have been a hundred partnership. And the answer is? Yes. I'm thinking just, was it? Yep. Eight's partnership. Last game. Yeah, Yeah. last game. West Indies. Yeah, KP. Didn't listen to my advice that day, KP. He got got 100. (laughs) He just smashed his massive six off power, I think it was. Um, Unbelievable shot. And I walked up to him, Kev, because we needed about nine and over, ten and over or something. And I go, listen, Kev, come on, mate. That's six off the first ball. Get a few ones. You know, easy, ten and over now. Get ten off this over. Go into the next over. Yeah, 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 mate. Yeah, mate, yeah, mate. Next thing. Mass tried to hit it even further. Yeah. Played on Stump's cartwheel. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's down to me and somebody else now. <laughs> what was KP like to play with? You know what? I love, Genius. I, I love playing with KP. I loved it. Um, yeah, his, his belief in himself and the belief he has and his visualisation that he does. He, he is so planned in his preparation and mm. who he's going to face, where they're going to bowl to him, what fields are going to have. He's um, he's better than everybody else I've ever played with uh, when you sit down and talk yeah. to him about that. His, his planning and preparation, his mental side of his game. It just, his ultimate belief. You know, you watched Harmy flying in the nets and everybody's like just surviving, like these bullets coming past you at 90 mile an hour. Uh, Sydney, rock hard wickets. KP's batting like, a yard out of his crease going <laughs> and we're like going what is this playing a different game seriously yeah. when he was right he played a different game he really did it's great Every both again both, yeah. both people we've talked to so far Mom, in this I... series yeah good mm. things to say I mean you can only take people on face value I guess can't you yeah I think Kev's Kev sort of doesn't trust anybody you've got to earn his trust and earn his respect yeah. and if he rates you as a bloke who's doing well in life you're positive and whatever then, he, then he'll he'll embrace you um, yeah. and if you don't he's very standoffish because he meets a lot of people and a lot of people want his time and yeah. you know he's quite protective over it but listen I think as long as you're straight with KP he's straight with you and um, yeah we've had, you know, I've gone well with KP and we went to KP and Jesse's wedding Jed and I um, a few years ago and I had, had a great night and a great day and yeah getting well yeah, yeah that was well. a quiet wedding wasn't it yeah it yeah. was yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Less I said, the more the better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it. the stories there for that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can have them off fire. Sorry, listeners. Um, Chris, any more questions for any more? Yeah. Well, the last question I've got to ask it because it took me a while, and I thought it was quite funny when I was sat there on my own. But it's not. It's not great anymore. But <laughs> sums you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. True or false? Paul Paul Nixon also has a nickname of Badger due to his obsession with the animal. Well, it's not to do with the animal, is it? No. Well. Cl- 
clearly not. No. Well, do you know what I mean? It was ruined, ruined, ruined now, isn't it? it is, sorry, yeah, <laughs> sorry. But I'm glad that you did clear that up for us. Yeah, sorry about that, lads. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, Nico Badger. Yeah. He's Where did Nico Badger. come from? I don't know really. Yeah, it's a story of that. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's called, I mean, he's he's called Ferret, and yeah. that's great, isn't it? It's yeah. a brilliant nickname. It is good. Yeah. I did since I was a kid. Yeah. I was, you know, you start playing adult cricket as a kid, and you just get a nickname, don't you? And I was the little tiny kid who ran around everywhere and getting under everyone's nerves and under their feet. And you're like a little ferret, you are. And next thing you know, I've got it. Twenty years later, no yeah. one calls me apart from my mates back home. Oh, really? It's just something I've taken with me and through cricket get called various different stupid things we have to think of another nickname for him yeah. at some point aren't we but yeah. Brooks is great he's just he's so well respected get, get a room <laughs> yeah, no, but he is. he's so well respected because the way he plays the game yeah as a fast bowler you're meant to be snarling and aggressive and you know you're getting in people's faces yeah. but it just runs in to take hard and he loves it and, it, and, it, and he plays it. I love his you know <laughs> his smile on his face and he came to the game late and he loves it yeah. And, and, and I admire that because it's so easy now for kids to actually, you get in the academy pathway and you stay in it, you've got good coaching, they mould you and they help you and all the rest of it. Where then it was it was very hard to get into, into you know, organisations and my academy structures wasn't as strong as it yeah. is now and all these programmes and pathways. It's kind of yeah. nice to have missed all that as a youngster, to be honest. Yeah, because you could play everything. Apparently I was a breath of fresh air when I started. I was like, I had no idea. I was a bit of a space cadet. Still am. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll, take, I'll take advice and what works I'll take, but... Exactly. And That's also you love it, don't you? You know, you do. I like you know, to think I play the game. I like to watch it. And I watched a lot of cricket before I turned pro. I loved it. It's always been number one sport. Um, and there's no better living. It won't last forever. And I've had a taste of real jobs and nine to fives. And mm. cricket's a lot more fun, to be honest. Which is great. This is why you're on the podcast, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah, it's right, though, isn't it? You know, it, it, that's crucial. I think you need that as it's yeah. so healthy mm, yeah. for us as pros. Because yeah. you get immersed in this world of magic and it's not easy of course it's not easy because everybody's no. got pressures but mm-hmm. you're playing something you love yeah and like you know one of the things I, the lads hate to get me saying it all the time but I said whatever we're doing whatever it is I go lads we're getting paid for this it's unbelievable yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, and sometimes they forget that you know? Dizzy yeah. used to say we could be digging ditches lads yeah Correct. I mean, we we said no offence to ditch diggers, yeah. but we um we just to touch on that, we raised some money for the PCA Benevolent Fund over in Australia, the recent Ashes tour, Brilliant. and hearing the stories of the guys that probably aren't so, um, you don't see in the media all the time, the players, but people who've played cricket and lean on the support of the Benevolent Fund is oh. amazing. The stories, what they've got, they're so powerful, and that new video they've got, the PCA yeah, video, is yeah, it's good, amazing. isn't it? Same, it's quite powerful, isn't yeah, it? it is. We'll yeah. share that with our um, Facebook and Twitter channels when we put the podcast out. So. If you want to have a look, it'll be on our Facebook. Exactly, yeah. You know, what I do, what I like to do is we know we know a few cricketers, don't we? We sort of between us, and we, we if they start start moaning about it, I just say, oh, you, tough day at cricket practice, was yeah. it? Yeah. Cricket practice, make it sound like it was an yeah. after school club. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. They don't like that. They don't uh, like that. I'll say that. Yeah. I'll say that Listen, to it's you. Tough, you know, it's tough, you know. It's tough. You know, it's tough physically demanding. It's pressures, isn't it? Of course, of course it has. Yeah, and it rarely goes well. But at the same yeah. time, the ones who do best are probably the ones that enjoy it most. Yeah. Exactly, and, and the ones it. that aren't enjoying it and thinking about it too much and worrying about it too much, just like you haven't got hope, you haven't got hope. Mm-hmm. Look, look, look at Brooksy's muscles as well. Yeah, he looks in good nick, the he boy, do, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? Yeah, I know he does because he's yeah, still single. Why? Why is he still single? <laughs> got to keep up with the young lads, haven't I? Good standards, <laughs> must have good standards. I want to play till Nico's Nico's age. I've got to keep staying <laughs> yeah. do fit. Don't do that, mate. You want me to walk by? Oh, I'm, I'm not going to be able to walk when I'm 45, 50 anyway. Take it. He's got one year on his contract left at Yorkshire, so you know if let's say that they're like look we can't give you that five year contract that you so deserve Jack what hey thanks digger I'm trying yeah, to do no, you a favour who anyway. gets five year contracts in cricket yeah, yeah. well hey. I'd, 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 be, I'd, be, I'd be a good agent I was going to say what are you thinking would you have him yeah fantastic cricketer of course he is. He, he wouldn't want to 
of Brooksy. You know, he, yeah. he's class act, class act, both class today, our place. Boys tested two really good players, Paul Horton and Michael Carberry, you know, international players, um, Carbs international player, Horts, you know, high class player, county captain. Yeah, made him look silly for a while. Played well. It is April, well. though. Yeah, but still gonna do it though. You know, if you got yeah. three slips in a gully or four slips in a gully, we, we say fine we, leg wide. We, last time we've got we've got Siddy sat in your chair and Siddy uh, saying, "Oh, you know, these two, they go, it's yeah. batsman's game now, batsman's yeah. game, batsman's well, game." Well, it is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, we'll get into Hang on, I'm gonna ask. I'm, I'm gonna ask. Week, I'm gonna ask wicketkeeper batsman yeah. here, yeah. right? Is it a batsman's game? Yeah, of course it is. But right. for, the, for the month, this month, they've got it. Yeah. They've, they've got it. Yeah. They? For this month, they're in control. In September. You've got, to, you've got to cash in in April and a little bit in September, depending on how dry the summer is in the end. But it is a batter's game. But mm. for entertainment purposes, I suppose you want it to be to a certain extent, especially the one-day cricket. You Can't do. wait to get an opening bat in here and just argue with Brooksy for half an hour <laughs> yeah. about whether it's a batsman or a batsman. <laughs> We're not getting any batters, are we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just get None of the contract. No. <laughs> I don't turn up in batters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah, that, I mean, that's just yeah I'm glad that you've kind of agreed with Jet Brooksy just to kind of appease yeah, him is. for another episode people rather see a, a, you know, a beautiful cover drive for four a straight drive for four a big square cut that sounds like a rocket going off than a, you know somebody you know Gets a little snick somewhere. Would you? Or a would you though? Or a you don't want boring flat wickets in county no, cricket. No, we don't. Though. No, we don't. No, that's yeah. the thing. You I... want to improve people's sk- bowler yeah, skills, round skills and everything. But yeah, we've got you need a decent spinners. battle, don't you? Of course, can carry through to the keeper. You know, it's probably going to be a good cricket wicket. See, I quite like sitting at Headingley or wherever, and you just seeing someone's off pole flying out of the ground. Mm-hmm. I find that far better than watching someone. Good bowling attacks at Headingley. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You do see that quite often at Headingley. Yeah, always nibbles around. Yeah, it does. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Chris, any more for any more for uh, Nick Cam? Yeah, I've, the question that we, well, I've got a couple, but one of the questions we always ask is, um, you've obviously been around the England setup, the Barmy Army, the best fans in the world, would you would you come on tour? Unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable tourists. Um, yeah, I mean, it's quite funny that, it was Freddie that actually said to me, um, go on, we've got to go and sit, after we won that, um, the, 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 uh, the one-day series with New Zealand and Australia, um, it was drizzling and we finished because of the rain and, and we won it. Anyway, so we... We go around and Freddie goes, come on, we should go say thanks to the Barmy Army. I was like, yeah, dead right. So I went around and then somebody, somebody shouts out, Nico, let's have a picture of you and the Barmy Army. And all of a sudden I was standing on the on the, um, <laughs> on the the sort of uh, sort of stone uh, concrete arena there and all of a sudden I got dragged back into the Barmy Army. <laughs> oh, I took a picture, you? it was a great picture. Is that the photo uh, that does the rounds with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the flag as well. Yeah, that's yeah, it, I've yeah. Seen it. It's quality. Yeah, bloat nicked my sunglasses as well, my locals <laughs> here. <laughs> Opportunist. Yeah, 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 fair play. Did you, uh, you must have yeah, had a deal with Oakleys there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You must have done, yeah. Because he loved his sunglasses. Everybody had it. Everybody had that, yeah. You like sign up for the England team and you get 20 pairs of Oakleys. It was great. Oh, brilliant. He didn't miss a pair then. Sadly, yeah, give them all away. It was worth it that World Cup then, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Kept me going for the next 50 years. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Well, so, so you're gonna you've done a few bits. Now, Barmy Army members who are listening might might be familiar with you, but yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna get yourself in the stand stuck in because you you know you finished now. Brooks, he said when he finishes, <laughs> he's in, he's all over it. You know, back into the stand. No, I fancy doing a tour. Do you know what? It's so, so funny. Yeah. I hosted a trip um, for a company a few years ago to Australia, right? And um, yeah, when when Cookie got his double hundred at. Um, uh, at Sydney and another you know one. Oh yeah, another one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and uh, and it was the banter that was going on. I mean, 
unbelievable when the queen and one of the lads was the queen and then there's these guys ah just class it was class um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Southgate the queen well, Southgate yeah. he actually looks like Gareth Southgate but he dresses up as a queen <laughs> yeah. <to test> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah unbelievable yeah because he used to get the Southgate song sung at him and all sorts didn't he yeah. Southgate give he us a song he sings Freddie's song yeah he yeah. created Freddie's song has, um, has Nico got a song do you know I haven't no that was one of the things actually I never got a Balmyama song no he didn't we should have thought about this I just wasn't there long enough thought you won I was going yeah. through the archives early, unfortunately. Nah, I wasn't. I just didn't make it. That would have been like, great. You could have oh. had some fun with you as well, with your glasses and your shiny head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah correct. Oh, exactly. The possibilities oh. are endless oh. there, mate. Oh. <laughs> we'll get you on a series two and we'll come up with one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get the trumpet player in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the man that deserves one, it's Paul Nixon. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Fitting yeah, tribute to end on, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Well, Paul, thank you very much, mate. And uh, all the best for the season. My pleasure. Thank all, you. All the best for Leicestershire Lester this season. And uh, yeah, cheers. And if you haven't done already, um, download, subscribe, previous episodes and all that kind of stuff because then it goes straight into your um, inbox. And uh, from all of us, goodbye. Network.